Genesis chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 20. Finally then, find your strength in the Lord in his mighty power. Put on all the armor which God provides so that you may be able to stand firm against the devices of the devil. For our fight is not against human foes, but against cosmic powers, against the authorities and potentates of this dark world, against the superhuman forces of evil in the heavens. Therefore, take up God's armor. Then you will be able to stand your ground when things are at their worst, to complete every task still to stand. Stand firm, I say. Buckle on the belt of truth, or a coat of mail put on integrity. Let the shoes on your feet be the gospel of peace, to give you firm footing. And with all these, take up the great shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take salvation sword, take that which the Spirit gives you, the words that come from God. Give yourselves wholly to prayer and entreaty. Pray on every occasion in the power of the Spirit. To this end, keep watch and persevere, always interceding for all God's people. And pray for me, that I may be granted the right words when I open my mouth may boldly and freely make known his hidden purpose for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may speak of it boldly as it is my duty to speak. Amen. May God bless to our understanding this reading from his word. to fall. 
sensed that something was wrong. I don't know what it was. I have an idea that it was a lack of joy. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And, and if you just take that one word, joy, you will find that it goes like a golden cord all the way through uh, the book of Acts and through the letters. You will find Paul rejoicing in prison. He's in prison when he writes this letter. in the power 
that in this hostile environment, their way of worshiping was indeed challenged by the presence of the living Christ. Rise up, O men of God, have done with lesser things. That's the hymn that we sometimes sing. Once I heard a student back here singing, Wise up, O men of God. <laughs> but he was, he was singing the truth. We need to wise up. We need to wise up and, and be powerful in our witness for Jesus Christ and strong in the power of his might and to speak his gospel with boldness. Uh, this week I met with a foundation group and we were discussing one of the great publishers in the United States of Christian literature. We discussed how that uh, uh, a, a great influence, the dirty book people, have already uh, put pornography all over the newsstands and the grocery stores and in the department stores. So finally, some Christian men wised up and they have begun to put the gospel into department stores and grocery stores by selling copies of the Living Bible or selling other Christian books, tracts that are put there. I've said for many years that I would like to buy a column in the paper right alongside the place that everyone tries to read for guidance from the idiot horoscope and put in a lesson from the Bible. What a difference it would make. What sign were you?
wants them to know that in order to fight against this overwhelming power of the world and against this alien religion that is belted to us on the television day after day after day after day, that to this pervasive power of popular opinion, that he has three potent weapons of defense for us. The first of all is truth. Truth. Jesus Christ said, ye shall know the truth. Yes, 
and uh, he was all packed when he got to America. He stayed behind in England, and of course he is the real principal reason for the parliamentary structure that was able to be maintained uh, in the United Kingdom and in Great Britain. Well, Oliver Cromwell, Oliver Cromwell had all kinds of slanders levied against him. He really did not come into any prominence to amount to anything until he was about 45. He had warts. He was not a figure who would have been looking good to the eye of the public. But he was a man who had had a sound and permanent conversion, whose life had been so given over to the Lordship of Jesus Christ that he simply did not even know the meaning of against the royalist forces, he took with him what he called his precious godly men. He sought instead of from the nobility, the lords of the manors, he sought men who were righteous in their lives and men who had strong convictions about God. He sternly disciplined them if they plundered or stole or swore or got drunk. And as a result of it, many of the towns in England who had been terribly fearful of royalist soldiers actually lined these streets and welcomed Cromwell's parliamentary army because they had a discipline of righteousness. And Antonia Frazier, who is a Roman Catholic, says that there were slanders levied against Cromwell, but she said that the slanders were ludicrous, slanders that against this man of immorality, and she said they were absolutely preposterous, and a close examination of the dates proved the falsity of the charges leveled against him. What a tremendous man, the breastplate of righteousness, the right relationship to God and the right relationship to man. The third piece of equipment that I wish to speak about this morning, and we'll take the other three next Sunday, is feet shod with Christian has a gospel of good news that he brings, and that good news is that God loves us and that God is for us, that God has redeemed us, and that God works through us, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the warfare with, in which we are engaged, and he brings good news, good news that we trust in him. Conference hour speaker today has been Dr. Calvin Thielen, chaplain at Monfried Anderson College and minister of the Monfried Presbyterian Church. Your prayers for this radio ministry are requested. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions regarding the message, you may address them to the Monfried Church, Post Office Box 278, Monfried, North Carolina, 28757.